Good day, my friends. Hi, folks. Doing today? I welcome to episode 32 of Moral's Podcast. I am your host, Alex, aka Moral Truth. And we have today another guest. Can you introduce yourself? Thanks a lot for having me on the show, Alex. Uh, hey, folks, I'm Romando, and I've been following this podcast for a couple of weeks now, and I really feel like the po- format of this podcast is really, really good. I mean, it's exciting because you read things that the viewers have to see, and I really like the kind of way you've approached it, and it's really exciting to be a participant after a viewer for so long. Yeah, it's good to see that you know, yeah, you've been following the podcast for a while, and here you are now. You're now a guest, so I'm, I'm happy to have you on, and I'm happy to a lot. have a discussion with you about the topics we have planned for, for this episode. Yeah, let's go right ahead. All right. Um, you want to go ahead and talk a little bit about what you do on your on your channel before we begin? Mm, yeah, sure. I mean, I haven't done a lot on my channel yet, but I have a lot of it planned at this point, and I'll just uh, reveal some of it, I guess. I mean, I've made two Let's Play videos and one video about uh, me talking about the Telltale thing. I talked about it on another podcast I was on and about why Telltale shut down and what, what, what went wrong with the company, you know? And further on in my channel, I plan to make uh, video essays in a different kind of format, you know? I mean, most of the video essays I see online are really, really good, but they don't try to be, you know, entertaining to the audience as much as I'd like. So that kind of uh, damages the kind of retention, you know, audience, the, the kind of channels that make their audience laugh are the ones that make big most of the time, right? I mean, look at the channels which mm-hmm. are above a million subscribers. Most of them are the ones that people go for their personality or people go just to take a laugh, right? So if I right. can somehow, if I can somehow figure out a way to convey some information or my opinion while also being funny at the same time, that's the kind of thing that I'm going for. And I want to talk about games. I want to talk about film, TV series, cinema, anything later on when I've, you know, kind of settled myself upon the game stuff. So there's a couple of scripts and all that stuff. And it's, it's going to be up in like one week or two weeks or something. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, not a problem. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I looked a little bit through your channel. I say you want to do something unique. You want to be entertaining, but you also want to be more in depth um, with your content. Yeah. That, that's something really good. Yeah, I. Yeah. That's something kind of stuff I would look into for sure. Definitely. Um, let's actually get into the first topic, which is hmm. um, starting yeah. off as a creator and as well as why gaming out of all other genres. I mean, I would say for, for you, for example, like yeah, what, yeah. what got you to get into? Um, the hmm. idea that you wanted to do the kind of content that you yeah. want to do, which is like the That's gaming. That's actually a the... great question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh-huh. getting to the first part, I mean, I've been passionate about games since like I was three or something. I mean, whether it was PC games, arcade games back in the day or the Nintendo. While my interests have fluctuated across a lot of things throughout my life, whether it be like books, cinema, TV shows, I mean, a lot of stuff. Yeah. And they're still there, but gaming has been one thing that's always either been there or I just keep coming back to it. Even if I leave gaming, I don't leave it for a long while. I just keep coming back to this thing. So I think that if it's really a deep-rooted passion of mine to talk about games, to talk about cinema, I would be able to do this uh, for a long, long time without feeling like it's my work, you know? 
And if I try to, I mean, if I start just talking about one particular game, I'd get bored of that. But if there's a different game I want to talk about, like uh, the kind of content that I'm planning is to make, to take a case study of a game and talk about it and review it in the end. Uh, like, say, for example, I've, I've, I was playing this game called Rise, Son of Rome, and I did not like how they uh, went uh, ahead with the game. So I can just give it a title like how not to make AAA games. I mean, there's been AAA games all over the place these days, and that is a bad example of a AAA game. So I could just take it as a case study and end it with a review, if you know what I mean. Okay, all right. So you wanted, you wanted to have like more variety of like what you wanted to do um, with the whole hmm, um, yeah. with the gaming genre and then have like other stuff you can do you know, besides yeah, yeah. gaming as well. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like for the me... Thing is, uh, sorry, yeah, I'll ahead. tell you one. Yeah. Sorry. The thing is that uh, gaming feels like somewhat of an underrated medium of storytelling. I mean, uh, I was listening to this, uh, the author of The Witcher games uh, a couple of months back, and he was saying that games are not a medium of storytelling. And I mean, of course, books have always been there. There's cinema, there's TV series. These are the things that people go to consume great stories, right? Right. But a lot of studios have proved uh, throughout time that game can also be used as a great way of telling a story. And that's actually that actually turns out better in some cases because you have the control sometimes, you know, if you are able to make the choice in a game, if you're able to control the story, it's more intimate to you. It kind of becomes your story. So that is something that is very unique to games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like playing those kind of games for sure. I do. Um, like I play Life is Strange, and you know that's that's a pretty interesting game, for sure. And then mm, yeah, yeah. And then they they start to have like interactive films, like similar to like making decisions to change the storyline. They have stuff like that on Netflix. Yeah, they're now, picking so. up. They're gamifying their. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Netflix just released a TV series, right? I mean, they yeah they, they, they released kind of the Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Yeah, they have. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. one. That I I just heard about it. Yeah, well, we can get into that like you know later on. But yeah, um, sure. for me, like how I got into gaming, you no, know, I used to play. Um, I used to play a game called RuneScape. If you've heard, if you heard of that game, oh, of course, yeah. Who has? <laughs> yeah, I know. I got into that game like more than like ten years ago. You know, like, okay, b- before my teenage years. You know, hmm. now I started like playing that like in a public library. Then you know later on, I got my own laptop and I started hmm. playing that. And then next thing you know, I somehow got the idea oh i wanted to do runescape content so that's actually how i started out my youtube oh, channel i i didn't know about that so how, how how did that go i mean it actually i know a guy who does only runescape content and he's really having fun with it how was your experience um i mean i've done it for a, a while like i know like hmm. i started no like i started out with like specifically on runescape 3 so there's like hmm. a lot of content going on there no, I was doing. I was trying to do a series, you know, of like finding bosses and whatnot on on RuneScape. And I was doing yeah. like different clue scrolls. Like people can see like the different like rewards I get from the clues. Yeah. And I did like bonus XP weekends or something like that. I know I did that stuff for a while, and then you know, <clears throat> I don't know I kind of like stopped playing it. You know, I just like lost interest in the game because I guess yeah, with the way that the game actually is happens going. a lot. I mean, I have a thousand hours in CSGO, but I have just stopped playing it at this point. It yeah, happens. I haven't played that in You're a while. Out. I got to get back into it sometime because I know the whole like Prime <laughs> thing um, came out and it became free to play. Yeah. So, Oh, okay. 
Yeah, a while back. That game like still a, has like a last very year. Huge Sorry, like last like a month ago, like, mm. it like became free to play. I think. Oh, I didn't know that. That's actually interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I already logged in there just to see like what was going on, and I saw I got my five-year veteran badge. So, <laughs> oh, that's... even though even though I haven't played that too much, yeah. Well, uh, if I talk about the games that got me into gaming, if I go back all that way, mm, I think I'll give it to the arcade games. To be honest, there was this game called uh, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. I think I've played it a hundred, hundred and twenty times from start to finish. <laughs> back when i was like three or four (laughs) you haven't heard of that that game's ancient Um, that game is really old dude and there was this game called final fight and these some really really old games and of course everybody knows about mario everybody knows about uh, oh yeah (laughs) of course Mega Man, (laughs) dynasty warriors these are some really old games that i used to play back in the day Mm-hmm. And now it's just uh, it just keeps evolving, and then then comes like Half Life, there comes Portal, there comes Witcher Three. It just keeps going on and on. Yeah, I've noticed like later on, like throughout my channel, like, I was changing like games, like I like I did a little bit of like mm-hmm. CS:GO videos, and then I did a bit of like oh, Overwatch okay. videos as well, and then I did like I think I did like a like a, a browser game as well. I think. Oh, which one? Um. It, it was it was one of those IO games. It's like you control like a circle or something, and then you destroy the circle. Oh, it's and then... uh, Agar IO. Yeah, I know. I remember that. That was actually a big thing back in the day. I mean, a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you you're a circle, and you're supposed to eat the other circle. Some some shit like that. Uh, those yeah, kinds of things like just that, buzz yeah. away. <laughs> uh, the, those kinds of trends just buzz away. To be honest, I mean, they last a couple of weeks, just like Pokemon Go. And they just mm-hmm. die oh, out. No, don't even get me started with Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started with that one. Like, yeah, I, like I, I used to play a lot of that, but you know, I really? quit that. Yeah, I quit that. And then, I mean, like, I kind of uh, hated later. that concept in the first place since it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, years yeah later, a lot of my I friends came back to yeah. it and I quit again. So yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm not playing that again. No. I realized that game took too much of my time. Like every time I go out, I always real, I always see myself with, the, with my phone trying to catch yeah. Pokemon. I'm like, eh, no, this is not for me. It's 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 starting to feel unhealthy for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, other than those other games, I, mean, I was really like, I passionate about Pokemon's. Oh, uh-huh. I mean, I was really passionate about Pokemon's uh, when I was a little kid. I had like a yeah, couple of kgs of Pokemon cards. Just mm-hmm. play them around and shit like that, but I think that interest kind of dies down. And then yeah, I collected like the cards, game. but I haven't mm-hmm. actually played the with the card game. Oh, yeah, a lot of people do that. But yeah, like you said, like you know, when you stop playing a game, you always come back to gaming. Like I, I agree on that because you know I've yeah. noticed myself like even though I stop making gaming content, I find myself you know streaming games on Mixer. Like I used to stream on Twitch, and you know then I okay. moved to Mixer. That's interesting. I'm in, I'm getting started with Twitch in a while. I mean I've made two streams and they went pretty good so far, and I'm thinking of uh, shifting my Let's Play content because Let's Plays are really really saturated. You know, I mean yeah, I that's, started I was, with that's two what I was realizing plays. too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I made this uh, Let's Play video, and I wasn't expecting more than 5 or 10 views, but it actually did way, way more than, you know, I was expecting. So I made another one, and that did even better. But that's not the kind of thing that I want to do, you know. I just don't want to upload unedited clips without much effort on YouTube in such a saturated market. 
So I'm just drifting away and I don't think I'll make a third part of that. I'll just get into video essays, reviews, and some other character analysis, that kind of stuff. That excites me more because that's hard work, but that's actually some quality content. Of course. Even of if course. I take my time with it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's, I, I realize, you know, I, as I like like live streaming games better because, you know, not only you can like play games, you can yeah. also interact with your viewers you can, while you're doing Yeah, it. you can interact so. with your audience directly. Yeah. That, that is why I'm getting drawn towards live streaming as well. Uh, I mean, I can do the YouTube content and I can play those games live stream on Twitch. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, even though sometimes I get no viewers, you know, if it, occasionally I get a viewer or two, but no, regardless, you know, it's still a fun experience to Yeah, it's to fun. Live stream. I mean, yeah, I'm always coming back you know, to, to it. To be honest, live streaming is a really great way. I mean, I'm talking to all the viewers here. It is a great way for you to develop your oral skills. I mean, talking oral skills. <laughs> and uh, you can you get used to talking to yourself. You get, uh, you know, you get that kind of uh, habit of keep, you know, keep, keep speaking. And that's going to help you in the long run, to be honest. That's what I feel. I mean, I got like three, three viewers on average in both the streams because like there's a couple of friends uh, who watch me. It's really great to have those people that want to support you through this. So that was really fun, you know. I keep interacting with the game, listen what they have to say, and then getting a new viewer now and then. It was fun. I'm planning to keep on going on. Yeah, that's good to see the no, live stream is working out for you. That, that's good. That's great to hear that. Yeah, sometimes even if I have no viewers, sometimes I still find myself talking a lot. So, so even though someone <laughs> occasionally that's comes the way in, to do it. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. does see me talking. So, yeah. yeah. Um, fine, now, next thing we could talk about um very first game that now you know, that got us into gaming, as well as the platform, as well as like favorite game genres and all time favorites. So we could talk a bit about that as well. Uh, my favorite game genre. Yeah, or however, mm, okay. however you want to talk about it first. <laughs> you can go in any order. Uh, I'm I'm on for anything. I mean, gaming is anything that I can talk about all day. Uh, when you come to the favorite game genre, it's uh, really mm, a hard question because there's games that I enjoy from each and every genre. I mean, horror games are something that I don't usually enjoy much because they yeah, are not very scary. <laughs> I haven't played much yeah. of them at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've, I haven't been able to immerse myself in a horror game. I've tried Amnesia after all that, you know, the PewDiePie videos I used to watch him back in the day. But I didn't enjoy it that much. Uh, I kind of enjoyed uh, Outlast, and I'm really, really enjoying Dying Light. And I, I'm playing it right now with a friend. I mean, it's not a horror game, but the mechanics, the way it implements them, is uh, really well done. And I don't think I make a video about it, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then Once there's you have other genres. Feel, let me know. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if I had to choose one genre of gaming, I mean, I would not like to, but then I'd go for RPGs because they are really vast. They make you live your own story. You know. Yeah. You can just do whatever you want. And there's Agreed. this game I'm yeah. playing right now, Kingdom Come Deliverance. I made a video about that one itself in my channel, and they did pretty well. And I'm thinking about uh, making a review about it in the next video itself. It's an RPG. It's, they kind of did a different take on it. So, yeah, that's all about genres, I guess. I wouldn't want to be flowing up with the foe. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, what first got me into gaming, I, mm. I think my very first console was uh, the 64, and I started playing games oh. like Super Mario 64, and then yeah. I, was, I, had, I had like some other ones as well. I had like Banjo Kazooie. I had like, I think it was like a six in one, uh, um, game. It's like, like it came with like Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, uh, um, Galaga. Yeah, I remember those games. Pole Position, was, Dig Dug. Was good. Yeah. yeah, it came. It was like it, six in one. There was this game called Punch Out. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember was... Punch Out. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, the original yeah, Punch Out. Was, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I don't, don't know which one was that. I was like a really small kid, but I remember that game. I just it just came to me right now. Yeah, I mean, it's the original Punch Out with the, and the, the pixels yeah. and whatnot. It was yeah. Mega Man games. Mm. I mean, I kind of enjoyed Donkey Kong more than uh, Mario at the, at one point, but I don't mm-hmm. know objectively which one is better. But <laughs> that's just my personal thing from back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, I've also played the original Super Smash Brothers on the on the yeah. sixty four. Yeah, that, that, those that was are, a lot those of fun. are classics. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so, um, favorite game genres? Um, I like you know playing games like where you can like make decisions and like changing the storyline. You know those kind of games. Like for example, like Life is Strange. Um, I haven't gotten into um, The Walking Dead one and two. I know. It's, Three came out around. I, I played I think. that game. Yeah, I played that game. Mm. I mean, uh, the thing is, I haven't played Life is Strange, so I can say about that. But these visual novel kind of games, they really make you feel like you're controlling the game, but in a way you are not, because the story mm. remains kind of the same, whatever you choose. I mean, you might be able to change the ending or something, but right. it doesn't really, really make you uh, create your own story. You know, right. So Mm -hmm. we haven't really got to the point where the game really, really branches off and gives you a completely different story uh, based on your decisions. I mean, I've seen it done in a couple of ways. I mean, Witcher 2 is a game that literally at one third of the game, it gives you a choice. And after that, it's two different games. So we're seeing it getting better and better, but it's still a long way to go based on how much decisions matter in the game. Cyberpunk. Uh, 2077 is something that I really have hopes on in this kind of, uh, you know, decision-making concept. So let's see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would probably tie, like, those kind of games with, like, RPGs, like you said, because you're yeah, creating yeah, your own yeah, all character of them are RPGs. and it's open world and you could like, do whatever you want. It's kind of like with RuneScape as well, you know? Like, I know mm. I quit, like, RuneScape and I ended up coming going back to it, but, you know, on a a RuneScape private server, so you know okay. that's that's kind of like how I got back into that. <laughs> it was like an old school uh, RuneScape kind of feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some games I leave, I eventually go back to it. But one exception will be Pokemon Go. I'm not going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I would tie that with RPG as well. Um, mm-hmm. all time favorites. You know, I'm. Pretty much those games I mentioned on the 64, but in terms of games I have now, um, <clears throat> all-time favorites. Ooh, that's that's a tough one. I would I would say Terraria. That that's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, I haven't played that game still. Oh really? You, I mean, would you recommend it in 2018, 19? I. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. I mean, you could you could play that. It's still fun if you play it by yourself. You can even play it with mods too. Like a while back, I discovered mm. uh, mods for the game. And 
I, I play with the mods because I already beat the game on vanilla. I have like all the achievements on Terraria. Yeah. So I, I just do whatever I want with mods. It, it's it's fun. <laughs> mm. I mean, when it comes to all time favorites, that's really a hard decision when someone's played so many, so many games and I kind of end up enjoying most of the games I play in some way or another. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to all time favorites, I mean, are we counting in the retro games or the or any ones? game at all? Actually, any game you've played. Okay. Um, I remember having a lot of fun with Chrono Trigger. I mean, I was small. I didn't understand the story completely, but it was really, really fascinating. Mm. And you know, the games you play as a kid kind of stick with you more uh, compared to the ones you play later on. I mean, you kind of enjoy things more as a kid, and small things fascinate you more. So, and there was uh, obviously I mentioned Cadillacs and dinosaurs that I used to play a lot. And uh, okay, let's coming to the to come to the new games. I've one game that I've enjoyed most, and it's really mainstream, is Witcher Three. I mean, everybody likes the game, but I can see why. The game I, I never I never got into it. <laughs> oh, you tried? No, I've not. <laughs> okay, I mean that's that's a game worth looking into. To be honest, I mean I played the second game first and mm -hmm. uh, looked up the story of the first one so I could get to the lower, and I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe I'll look into it. We'll, we'll see about that. I have, I have like a bunch of games in my Steam library that I haven't even yeah. started playing yet. So I have to like... That, that happens a lot, that. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, if I share a quick fact with you, 90% sure. of the games in Steam libraries never get started, never get played. And that's actually true. I mean, if you buy 10 games, you're going to play just one of them. Mm-hmm. Because there's these humble bundles, there's these free games as well, but yeah, a lot I mean, of people just go, go after a lot of games in sales, you know, and they just mm -hmm. never pick them up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, there's some games I gotta start playing, like, like what I said, like The Walking Dead 1 and 2. I wanna get into that one day. Yeah. Um, the first game the... was really good. Mm -hmm. Oh, the first one? Yeah, the, the first one is the best one. Okay, yeah, I'll look into that. <laughs> Hashtag no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said, I've played Life is Strange, but I never played um, Before the Storm or Life is Strange 2. I just never hmm. got to look into those. Yeah, but, um, I'm, I'm planning on playing it. Mm, yeah, one of the other um, Steam games I've played was Sonic CD, because I, I, I got that one. I think I got that one for free. Yeah, I think someone gifted okay. to me or something like that, or I got it for free off or something. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I really like the theme song of that one. This is one of my all-time favorite yeah, songs. I mean, when you talk about that, you know, uh, a mm -hmm. lot of games have really great soundtracks. And uh, yeah. according, to my, according to my opinion, the soundtrack of a game matters a lot, and it goes a long way. I mean, it can make a great game into an epic game if the soundtrack is good. Yeah, they can make a game memorable too. Memorable too. Yeah. Like you hear a sound, oh, that's from yeah. this game. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. if I can if I can remember the music that a game had, even after I finished it years later, then I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to soundtrack. Uh, have you heard about this game called uh, Bully Scholarship Edition? It was a game no, made by not. Rockstar. No. Uh, it's, it's actually a pretty underrated game. I mean, everybody's heard about the uh, GTA games or Red Dead Redemption, but nobody's played that one middle child of rockstar games <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it had the best music out there i mean it's at par with san andreas when it comes to soundtrack 
Oh yeah, yeah. San Andreas, I played that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good. It's Everybody a played San Andreas. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the games that got me into 3D gaming. You know that that game was legendary back in the day. Everybody was, I mean, everybody was fucking astounded. How 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 can you fucking do all of these things in in a game? It was really the shit back in the day. Except driving, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, San Andreas holds up against most of the uh, current uh, open world games too, even oh, yeah. now. Mm. I I gotta find myself getting back into that sometime. Even though I I did, beat, beat, I think I beat the storyline. I think there's still stuff missing I gotta do. I think there's something mm. I don't know, some secret I stuff mean, I gotta do. I don't remember. I had no life, so I did uh, complete the game a hundred percent with all the collectibles and without cheats. <laughs> okay, yeah, I gotta do the collectibles thing. That's probably what I need to do. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think you want to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> I've I've stopped doing collectibles, man. These are just uh, filler content that games just should stop adding at this mm. point. I mean, yeah, maybe just I don't play know it just Ubisoft for fun with the mods that. or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe just play with mods mm, and see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that that can be fun to be honest. If there's yeah. some good mods. Hmm. Uh, we can go ahead and get into the next topic, which is, is gaming yeah. a waste of time? Because I know sometimes, you mm. know, parents could be a little biased. Like, oh, yeah, gaming is a waste of time. We should be going outside. You do get active, yeah, do something uh, else, get another hobby. That's a very common <laughs> question, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh, a counter question to that one is, uh, if gaming is a waste of time, is, is TV a waste of time? Uh, is reading a waste of time? Is gardening a waste of time? You know? Yeah. Because it all it all boils down to everybody has free time each and every day in their of on their course. hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should really be on them that what they want to do with it. If you can play, if you can un- unwind by playing a video game for two or three hours a day, I don't think there's anything bad in it. I mean, there was this uh there was this uh thing I heard very recently, okay? There was this mom that was talking about, I think it was a video on S3S3 Productions where everybody said that Fortnite is destroying. I mean, I don't like Fortnite, but there was this mom who was saying that her kid is uh, destroying his life or something like that by playing Fortnite for uh, several hours a day. I mean, (laughs) Ethan said that she probably sits down at the TV and watches like four, five, six hours maybe a night. And that doesn't boil down to time waste, but gaming does. I think it's all down to personal preference, what you want to do. And mm. gaming can be a waste of time, and anything can be a waste of time if you choose to make it so. Right. Of course. Like, if you got, like, something to do, like a homework assignment, and you're, you're playing a game instead, that could yeah, probably be, like, exactly. a waste of time for sure. But, you know, in general, like, if you actually have free time and you really have nothing else to do, you really have your business taken care of, then sure, you can play mm-hmm. a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. but exactly. you know, you got, yeah, this has to be a line drawn with like how much you play a day. Because you play like several hours a day, then you know it may be a problem. Well, yeah, depends. And yeah. there's another thing, you know. I mean, if I'm watching a movie, I gotta give it my two hours, two three hours. You know, if yeah. I'm watching a TV show, I I probably end up watching like two or three episodes. You know, but yeah, if I'm yeah. playing a game, and uh, I might be able to stop after like forty minutes if I don't have that much time. And the thing is that. Gaming is really a very active mode of entertainment compared to TV, compared to anything else, where you're just a passive observer. You're just observing what's happening uh, on the story. 
but in but when you're playing a game you're the one who's interacting with it very actively and which is what makes it stand apart from other means of entertainment and recreation yeah yeah like what you said like depends on how you perceive something as a waste of time so you gotta have your priorities and then you know hmm, and then yeah. gaming yeah for sure like for me you know i gotta work on my school stuff you know i gotta look through maybe look through scholarships or like look through internships or or anything of yeah, that sort yeah. you know before doing games otherwise then that's yeah. my waste that's i'm wasting time now, I, I could be a little guilty of this, you know, to be honest, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, who isn't? I mean, yeah. even if you're not playing games, I mean, if, if, if there's friends of mine who are not playing games, what are they doing? <laughs> None yeah. of them have achieved. <laughs> They're wasting that. time. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done anything great. They haven't started a company of themselves, you know. <laughs> it all boils down to what uh, you're doing with the productive hours you have in the day. Nobody right. can be productive for 12 hours a day, you know. You have to unwind or you're just going to go insane. Oh, yeah. I agree 110%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And let's get to the next topic, which is what games are you looking forward to in 2019, whether it was announced or maybe something you wish would be announced? <laughs> ah, okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. the, uh, one game that I'm really, really looking forward to, and I'm sure that's not coming in 2019, but I guess 2020, is uh, Cyberpunk. Because I really loved what uh, CDPR did with Witcher 3. And I mean, that's common knowledge that Cyberpunk is really, really well done of, of what we've seen in it. Mm -hmm. The decision-making aspect in all the missions and the branching storylines and the RPG aspects. It's really, really exciting. And the other games that I'm really excited about is uh, Death Stranding because I really admire Hideo Kojima as a, you know, a game developer, as a thinker. The Metal Gear series has been a piece of art, to be honest, when it comes to games. I mean, they were a lot of those were like most movies rather than games in some mm. aspects, but I really, really enjoyed it. Even Metal Gear Solid Five was... Uh, very well done, very well done in terms of gameplay, at least. And then there's System Shock that's coming, the reboot, I guess. There's Last of Us 2. And I've heard about uh, an RPG game they're making with the Harry Potter universe, which really excites me because I read all the books and watched all the movies back in my childhood. You must have a lot of patience really... then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've read the books three times. I mean, back in the... I used to read yeah. a lot of Harry Potter and watch a lot of those movies. Yeah, those are like thousands of pages, I believe. Like the actual books. I yeah. Think. I mean, if you if you get into reading once, you don't really... You just flow through it, to be honest. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm reading the Game of Thrones uh, in the books to, uh, as of now, the Song of Ice and Fire, and they're pretty good. So, yeah, for me... Um, no, nah, it's not really anything I'm looking forward to for 2019. I kind of like... Look back, like I said, I gotta go back to mm -hmm. the other games I, I've that I have in my Steam library that I haven't even started mm -hmm. yet. But yeah, I'm trying to do like one game at a time, so that way you know I don't leave have a bunch of games incomplete. Um, so yeah, like for example, I have like a couple of games I gotta finish. You know, I can relate to that. You know, about that backlog you create for yourself in games. I mean, I have this whole list of games at this point that I want to play, and I've heard great things about like the tomb raider reboot like the the arkham series and uh, a lot of those games so 
I actually end up finishing those games first. And there's this, uh, and the games that I've added in my Steam library at this point. And I've kind of made this oath for myself that I'm not going to buy any new games until I finish that backlog. I mean, it's not a really huge backlog, but it could mm-hmm. take a couple of months, I guess. You know, that kind of helps too, because if you're just buying the new games, you just spend, end up spending too much money. Just better to buy those classics. And they're pretty good if you're not really concerned about the graphics and the visuals of the game. And you won't, you're in for the gameplay or the, or the narrative. Then that can be really fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I haven't really spent anything on that, you know, in a long time, actually. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm saving my money there. <laughs> yeah, something I was looking forward to was Kingdom Hearts Three. That was already announced. So I, okay. I think, I think that's almost out already. I think at the time of this recording. But you know, even though I can't play it, you know, because you know I don't have a PS4 or anything like that. Yeah, um, I don't have a PS4 either. I'm planning mm-hmm. on getting it because the exclu- exclusives in the PS4 are enough to sell the console to me. Mm-hmm. When yeah, I, gotta, them, I can afford it, I'm going to buy it. The games are really good. Yeah, I got to finish uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. And, you know, once I'm done with that, I got to mm-hmm. maybe like do another game. Maybe Deltarune. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe something else. I don't know. I've, I haven't thought about that. Have you heard of Deltarune? I've heard about the game. I mean, I haven't played either Kingdom Hearts or Deltarune yet. Mm, Yeah, Deltarune is an anagram for Undertale. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. and Undertale is a game that I am planning and playing. I haven't played it yet. I've heard a lot of good things about the game. I've played it. Kind of messes Mm -hmm. with your mind. Mm -hmm. Played it. Yeah, I've played it. Yeah, I I like it. I, I was doing the. The true pacifist run. I I was I, I didn't want to do a genocide run. <laughs> okay. That's 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 not very moral of me. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> okay. I think that that's kind of the games that's all the games that I'm really, really excited about. Elder Scrolls six might turn out very good, but after what Bethesda pulled off with Fallout this year, I mean uh you can't be mm. sure. You know. Yeah, it would be nice to some I of the games. I, I, I don't want a game. Mm-hmm. I don't want a single-player game to be laden with microtransactions, or like, uh, okay, take this scroll, unlock this scroll. I'm in new kind of loot boxes in forms of scrolls or some oh, kind no, of weapons. Oh no, not loot boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice that if like some of the games on the 64 get like rebooted or something for the Switch, even though I don't have a Switch. Like if they have like Super Mario Sunshine two or or anything like that, <laughs> that would that would that would be nice, you know. Yeah, those uh, retro games still have a really really big following. I think that they'd sell well if they end up rebooting them. Yeah, yeah, because that that's one of the very first ones I started out on on when I got my Nintendo GameCube. You know, that's one of the first ones okay. I've, I've played. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then they already have like I've, they already have they're like topic. on what the fifth, sixth um, Smash yeah. already, I think. Yeah. Okay. Wait, uh huh. I lost count, but anyways, yeah, let's get into the last topic, which is: Is it still possible for aspiring gamers to make money off of gaming? Okay. Hmm. I think so. Like to some extent, mm. maybe. I mean, I mean, it's not thing, impossible uh, either. 
Yeah, it's not impossible, obviously. But uh, the thing is that it's it is possible. It's possible to make money off anything. If you're good at something, I mean, there's people that I know that don't even like games, but uh, they end up streaming. They're good at it. They're good at audience interaction. They're there for the community aspect. And uh, they're kind of making a living out of it, even though they started like a couple of months back. So obviously it's possible. It is hard, but it is possible whether like I'm not talking about those Fortnite coaches. I'm not talking about those I'll play CSGO with you gigs on Fiverr. But mm-hmm. even authentic YouTube channels, you could create a YouTube channel, even though it's very, very hard to grow at this point, you might grow in some if, if you have something new to offer, something unique in terms of your content, people might come. I mean, there's this channel called the Girlfriend Reviews. Okay, this they they created this channel a month ago, and uh, it has about two hundred and fifty k subscribers in one month. Where this girl just uh, uh, reviews games, uh, in terms of a backseat gamer, you know, she just talks passively about a game about how she saw her boyfriend play it. I mean, I'm not really a fan, but I gotta give it to them. It's mm-hmm. it's creative. It hasn't been done before. So if you have something like that that you can tap into, then of course. You can grow out of anything and make money. And not just through gaming. You can you can make money out of anything that you're good at. Yeah, I agree. Like if you like whether or not you know you enjoy gaming or not, like it's still possible to to make uh, money off of gaming, whether if you're like a content creator or if you're a streamer and you know, you gotta have like the entertaining aspect, you gotta you know have that personality, you know, have that that online presence. I feel like with yeah. that, you know, it's possible to like you know, to be able to make money. Like, if you're, like, a Twitch streamer, for example, like, you could get, a f- like, affiliate status, you know, on there. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, like, a stepping stone, like, to make a little bit of money and then to- towards getting partnered. So that- that's, like, mm-hmm. one way. Another to way, be honest, you know, Twitch partner, mm-hmm. Twitch partners, I mean, uh, that's not something that really impresses me. That's something that, that's, that's what the celebrities are going to get, the Twitch celebrities, so-called, you know. You can't really get partner in Twitch at this point. You don't really need to. Once you reach uh, affiliate, you can start getting money off it. I think that's enough for anybody to grow, even with a small little community. You just need those people that want to support you, to be honest. Right. It's just a little bit of money on the side, you know, compared to like an, an additional yeah. to that, or if you're working like a job, like outside of, you know, your home or anything like that. Or if you were yeah. like working in retail, you know, like like who who hasn't worked in retail, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I'm on on Mixer, so they have like a whole different thing on how to get partnered. Oh, but I'm, I, I'm not I, really I don't know a lot that. about that. Yeah, I don't I'm know con- about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, they have their own uh, requirements that you can find it on their website. Okay. Sure. Yeah, there's that, and then you could like also get into like YouTube partnership. Like, so you have to like before you have to get like a certain amount of subs and, and whatnot. Yeah. And then now you have to get the watch time, and mm. then that's like like a little Dude, they, more challenging. Yeah, they changed the requirements a lot. I mean, you need a thousand hours of watch time, I guess. Four thousand, four thousand hours of watch time and thousand subscribers. Yeah, it has to be within yeah, so a year that with that watch time. Yeah, within yeah within one year, within the last year. I think if mm-hmm. someone has 1,000 subscribers, they'll end up having 4,000 hours of watch time. That's what I think. 
It's yeah, unless most kind of, of those subs are inactive or something, or dead subs, you know? <laughs> mm, see, dead subs are something that uh, I see more of in a channel with, like, more subscribers, you know? If you've got, like, this channel is with, like, look at fucking Machinima. I mean, the channel is dead. It's millions of subscribers, and they're not even getting 100k views. That, that, and, that's uh, a pity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that there's a lot of channels like that this channels die down there's so many mm, dead subscribers i think that youtube should do something about it they should like if 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 i've not watched a channel for one year okay let's say i've not watched a channel for one year and i'm subscribed to it youtube should uh i mean send me a notification or just auto subscribe me to it you know mm -hmm. either just give me an option that you haven't watched this for one year do you want to auto uh, unsubscribe or just automatically remove me from the list because if i haven't watched the channel for one year then i'm probably not interested in what they create anymore and right. that way it gives smaller creators that actually are getting viewers that actually have an audience to grow and uh, you know have all of them come into a similar scale only the people that are watching you are the ones that are subscribed to you all the passive dead subscribers are done that's kind of the thing that this website needs at this point to equalize the amount of difference between uh, the old channels that have dead subscribers and the new channels that are coming up with active, fresh energy. Yeah, that'd be not bad of an idea, actually. Like some w some way to get to remove inactive subs because you know that number is just gonna yeah. keep going up, and then, you know, like for like for me, like I have around like. 264 subs last time i checked like probably out of that maybe i might have like maybe 17 to 20 active subs or maybe less who knows oh <laughs> i don't know i i have to I have to look at my analytics on that one but mm. yeah you know it's it's it's, it's, it's not yeah. bad of an idea like if people want to like pursue content creation and then try to make money off of it but that shouldn't be a priority like I, I would say no as long as you enjoy it like enjoy the, the content that you're putting on that's that should be the priority you know creating yeah. a community of course if you're, you're not yeah. if you're not enjoying it i mean there are people that do it as a job at one after one if you're making money out of it i don't think it's bad to do it as a job but if you're starting off and you're not having fun with it i don't think you're gonna go that far right definitely yeah, same thing with college, you know, if you have a degree and then you, you know, like, hmm. let's say you're going towards a degree that, you know, you feel like, you know, maybe it's not for you. Like, don't be afraid to switch, you know. I switched, like, once, you know. Other people switch majors, like, several times until they find something they want to do. Oh, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, a lot of people do that. I yeah, mean, not it's a bad still thing. better than doing what you hate, you know. I mean, if you just get into an inertia bus... And you keep doing a degree or a course that you don't like, that's actually worse than changing the course. Right, because I know I see sometimes you know folks you know they they made they they, they go for major in a major in something that oh because their parents told them oh to, to go do this major you'll make a lot of money off of it. I feel that's not like the right perspective to have because you know exactly. like, you could be you could be doing for example like computer science like like you said and turns out you're not enjoying yeah. it like yeah you're making a lot of money off of it but you're not really enjoying it so 
yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do now? You, you, I guess go back to college and get a different degree. I'm, then, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna cost more money out of your pocket. Or see, there's uh, there's so many people I know of that uh, were doing exactly what you said. They just went for the line that they thought was money making, that they thought was profitable, and some just just keep on riding that train, that inertia train, what I just call it, and pass their lives out like that and some try to break out of it there's people that are doing stand-up comedy right now that mm-hmm. used to be engineers that used to be doctors that uh, used to be architects there's people out there that uh, left their jobs to create their own company i mean there's a lot of those people out there so of course it's never too late to find what you want to do in my opinion yeah, yeah. As long as you find something you enjoy, yeah, definitely pursue that. Yeah, I have a friend that um used to do like computer stuff, and I, he's he's also a stand up comedian. Okay. I I I go watch his shows oh. sometimes. Oh, that's and, actually interesting to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, I actually came on on his show once. You know, I was in the audience, and then you know, I went in the show and I got my face painted. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, that's on YouTube. Yeah, I, I can link that in the show notes as well. Uh, okay, uh, it's it's that. in your channel. No, no, it's on, on somebody else's channel. Oh, yeah, sure. I I like to watch that. Yeah, what yeah, was that? It, I think that was like, I know at least a couple months ago or so. I, yeah, oh, but so that's kind of recent. Yeah, it's it's from a guy. He's he's also on on YouTubers. That's that, that that's how I met the guy. And it turns out we you know we both live in the same city. We both live in Los Angeles. So you know that's 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 how we met up. You know, I, I okay. went to the show. Okay, the stand up guy. The stand up guy you met on YouTubers. Yeah. Wow, that's. I thought he was like a real life friend or something. No, no, yeah, I met I him from YouTubers. No, yeah. Wow, we live in the same city. Who, who is he? I mean, is I don't he still know. Active or something. I think sometimes he's still active. I don't know if you saw him, uh, Carl Mageddon, I think, but he's, his mm. name is Carl Pusson. He's, he has his own show I'm, called The Show Unbeatable. The Show Unbeatable? I'm, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah. But I think we got a little sidetrack here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we, really, really carried away. Yeah. Yeah, but making well, money what, what as a gamer. What are we gamer, talking about? Yeah, don't be a pro Fortnite streamer, all right? Because the money's not there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, the bus is gone. You know, you you cannot play Fortnite. You cannot do let's plays. You cannot do those kinds of mainstream things and expect to make money. Like, there's not gonna be another Ninja. I mean, there's not gonna be another Red Bread. They're, those guys are already there. And they're already giving their audience. There's an audience for everything. If you went out, if everybody went on YouTube, watched your video tomorrow, you'd get a lot of subscribers if you're creating something unique. But it is important to create something unique because there is an audience sitting there waiting for you. You just gotta get to them, you know? Just keep creating content, I guess. But there's this one myth in YouTube that I really want to talk about that uh, weekly uploads is really, really important or daily uploads. A lot of channels, uh, a lot of people that I talk to are really, really big on this daily upload thing. I don't think that's good. And that's for a couple of reasons. Uh, The first reason is that me as a viewer, I never watch a channel more than once or twice a week. That's at max. I mean, 
Uh, I'm a fan of PewDiePie, and he, and he makes videos every day, but I, I'm not able to follow each and every video each and every day. I mean, that's the same thing that I expect from my viewers. I don't think that if I make a video each and every day or even twice or thrice a week, someone's going to watch all of them. It was the point. If someone subscribed to me, I'd want to watch, you know, I'd want them to watch my videos. So it's just better to focus on quality instead of quantity. Even if it takes you two weeks to make a video, but that video is something really, really good and worth someone's time and worth your time in the first place, then that's the way to go. Even if it takes you longer than usual. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I cannot keep up with somebody else's channel. They do daily uploads. Yeah, if they upload once exactly. a week, it's, it's kind of easier for me to catch up on their content. But yeah, I, yeah, like for I me, mean, like uh, I, I, I do weekly content as well. Sometimes once every other week. It depends on like if I'm busy or not. But yeah, I, I feel like it's better just to do like weekly, you know, because if you're doing yeah, it like weekly, daily, I mean, you can easily get burned out with mm. that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, anything more than a weekly channel is something that I am not able to follow very, very regularly. I mean, look at the big players even now. Look at Niga Higa. Look at Dude Perfect. Uh, look at Michael Reeves. There's channels that are so big that they can hire people to create content for them or accelerate the process. But th they do not. And there's a reason for that. Because the creative process has a limit. You cannot think of something really, really good for every other day. You know, I think there's some people that would argue that if you create videos daily, it's not important to, uh, you know, get to each and every subscriber. You know, if, if you end up creating videos daily, you might make one good video. You have a higher probability of creating good videos. So what I think is that all of us as smaller channels should uh, focus on reaching the quality of, the, of a channel with 1 million subscribers. That's hard, but it's under your control. You'll take longer to do it, that's all. But you can still get to do it. A channel with a really, really high number of subs uh, subscribers and a big budget can make really good videos faster than you can. So it's just better to focus on quality and take your time. Yeah, everybody has walked their own path, you know, towards yeah. success. You yeah. can't like walk in PewDiePie's shoes and expect that, oh, you're going to be as successful as him. No, you're not. You know, of everybody course. has to walk their I mean, own path. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You probably know about uh, D'Angelo Wallace from YouTubers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Obviously, he, uh, he has like, I don't know, 20 videos, 22 videos. And he has uh, been posting... He began his channel in 2018 itself, and he has 80,000 subscribers because he just ended up focusing his channel's priorities on quality instead of quantity. And I, and I can't guarantee that that's going to work, but that's, you know, that has a higher chance of working than uploading a Fortnite video daily. Right. I mean, <laughs> what, what is someone getting with watching you play Fortnite? Or even a CSGO edit where you're having fun with friends. There, pe there's people watching fits. If you're just uh, copying fits and having nothing of your own, then why why not? Why wouldn't a viewer just go and watch fits? Right, right. You can't like just copy somebody else that you're doing. I mean, you could like do something similar, but not like copy per se. You know, you gotta have yeah. your own. You gotta have your own twist. You know, of, of that content. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You need to mm -hmm. have your own twist, your own uh, uniqueness uh, into your into 
even a normal thing that everybody else is doing, you got to find something that makes you stand apart, that makes your audience come back. Right, yeah, because it's it's kind of the more difficult to stand out, you know, as a as a gamer, as a let's that's, player. That's you know? true. It's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta do like more. Something than that. that I did. Okay, I'll uh, share an example. Something that I did was uh, make an alter ego personality, and uh, I kind of talk to myself and uh, in a different voice. So that gives the viewers like a conversational aspect. You know, it's always more entertaining to watch someone talking. And if I'm doing a let's play, or even if I'm making a normal video, I can somehow convey contradictory points. You know, if I'm calling a game really good, my alter ego can call it shit and like uh, give out the bad points about the game in a very smooth way, rather than me going all the way talking about them. And that can turn out entertaining as well. I'm still figuring out how to do it well. Yeah, yeah. You wanna you want us to go ahead and get into final thoughts? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. All right, yeah. So welcome to Final Thoughts, where we both share our final says of the topics that we discussed today. We both discuss about our moral of the story and basically a TLDR, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can start if you like. Mm, okay. So there's basically five things we talked about in the, throughout this video. The first thing was uh, uh, what games got us into uh, this thing gaming itself and more was talking about his love for runescape and i was talking about old arcade games and of course nintendo games and how gaming in itself is a very unique method of storytelling uh which makes it stand apart from other things such as reading such as cinema because you are actively taking part in that story in that narrative even if it's not a choice-based game you are a part of it it's it's more intimate. Then we, I think we had a long discussion about if gaming is a waste of time. And it's, and my, I shared my take on it and I was mainly focused on it, it. Anything can be a waste of time if you choose to make it so. And there's a lot of uh, really ad- good advantages of gaming. I mean, everybody talks about hand-eye coordination and all, but gaming has really carried a lot of people out of depression as well. There's a lot of people who say that. There's really other things as well. It can teach you to keep trying the same thing over and over, over again. I mean, that can be called grindy, but come on. There's a lot of things out there which tend not to work out. And gaming can carry you through that. Uh, what else did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about uh, the upcoming games in 2019. And I shared some excitement for cyberpunk 2077 last of us 2, death stranding hideo kojima's project and system shocks reboot and uh, you talked about some of the other things as well about how you want uh, some of the old games to be rebooted and of course we discussed some of the things about uh, content creation and if people can make money off gaming and it's both possible and not possible at this point it's harder but it's not impossible it's all about finding your uniqueness, you know, finding, offering something that people are looking for, which is different from what others are offering. It's harder now, but it still kind of is possible. That was kind of the short of it, I suppose. A little more than that, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely yeah. basically how I went down. Like we got like a little sidetrack a few times, but yeah, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> pretty much that, but 
Yeah, for starting off as a creator, you know, you gotta find your own twist on, like, more than just you playing a game, you know, you gotta, like, create this personality, yeah. you know, it's, it's easier, you know, to be yourself rather than, you know, to, like, be something that you're not, because, you know, it could catch up to you later on, you know, it, it can, you know, it's just easier to be yourself, like, don't pretend, like, just be you, you know. Um, well, sometimes pretending does work, you know, it, I mean, most it, of the... It's debatable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Fake yeah. it till you make it still exists. There's people out there that are earning money by being fake. But I think personally that being true to myself is kind of the way to go. And uh, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I'm going to give my shot. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm giving my shot as well. You know, like, instead of like just me calling myself more truth, you know, I know I'm Alex, aka look, more truth, you know. Because mm -hmm. I know, like, oh, this is a guy named More Truth. I mean, I just let that be the name of the channel, you know? Just trying to make it a bit more personal, I'd say. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, if I call it, like, Alex's podcast, you know, like, it, 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 sounds, it, it sounds like a little generic, I mean, I would say. I have to, like, yeah, add my own twist to it. Yeah, This mm -hmm. Yeah, this sounds better than Alex's podcast, I suppose. Yeah, of course. Um... But yeah, yeah, game, um, we talked a bit about very first games that got me us into gaming, like I, the Nintendo yeah. 64, like I, like Super Smash Brothers, uh, Super Mario hmm. 64, and then I also play a bit of like the game, like the original Game Boy. You know, I got into like Pokemon Silver version. I forgot to mention that, but that's that's what really got me into Pokemon. Uh, uh yeah, I haven't really played like Pokemon Showdown much anymore, but you know. I, I I still gotta play the other the other ones like I, I was playing Pokemon Crystal and then yeah, I was also getting to Pokemon Black but you know I don't like the newer gens I like the older gens better but um, mm -hmm. gaming is a waste of time of... oh sorry go ahead <laughs> uh, about the newer and older gens I kind of like the newer games as well because there's a lot of games being done really really well at this point but of course I love both kind of games I was just adding my own bit on it Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I don't like. I said I don't have a switch, so I can't really look into Pokemon Let's Go and then how that's you know that's compatible yeah. with Pokemon Go. So like, nah. Yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, gaming a waste of time. You know, it depends on how you perceive what a waste of time means. Like, if you could have done something else yeah. that's more productive, then yeah, that's a waste of time. But otherwise, you know, if you have leisure time, you have everything taken care of. Yeah, definitely. You know, you could play. Yeah, sure. But, you know, yeah. monitor yourself. I mean, Keep yourself in check. Everybody's you know, got to unwind. You play. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, kind of like what Raimondo said. Like, I was, I hope that maybe they'll have, like, reboots of, like, older games. Like, from the Nintendo 64, maybe into the Nintendo Switch. Maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, like I said, I gotta like click back into my old, old my, the Steam games I haven't played yet. You know, I'm gonna focus on those first before I even yeah, the consider backlog is any huge. newer games that that may uh -huh. come out this year or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a force to have. You know, you get you get to get more free games, or if you buy more games and you're not even gonna play them, so it's just wasting money at this point. So yeah, focus on the games you have already, and like we get into those. That's for anybody that has like a like. A set, like several games, a like huge maybe backlog of Steam maybe that's games, that's hundreds so of Steam games. Library. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, last one. Yeah, it's still possible to make money as a gamer. You know, kind of goes back to the first topic. You know, 
figure out what you want to do with gaming and then you know can see I mean, like 99.9% of gamers are probably not making money out of it you know they're just spending money but if if you, if you want to make money you got to have that in mind i mean i'm doing it for fun at this point but i'm not just doing it for fun i want to make money out of it after like 1 2 3 years but that would be good because right that yeah. would feel rewarding for the efforts i put into my content that's not my sole purpose but uh, if i'm investing something into it i'd really really like if i can you know have returns for it right yeah you got to focus on making like quality content is something that you know best represents yeah. your you know your channel and then you know if it's yeah. something that people want to watch something people want to support you on then yeah chances mm. are you you can exactly. make money on out of it like even if you don't get partnered like you can always you know make a patreon in case if people want to support you through there or any of those that's, other um, platforms yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about mhm you know these partner things these are all just extras you know if you have a community that's willing to support you right, you can plus, grow out yeah. of anything i agree yeah i'm doing all these things like even this podcast you know it's a hobby of mine you know i don't ask people you no know, oh, to donate to the podcast cuz i'm i'm doing it for free it's a hobby for me i'm not, i'm not making money mm. off of this you know i just like yeah. having i just like sitting down having conversations with different creators and different people you know from all over the world yeah, i've actually. i've really enjoyed so, the podcasts uh, mm-hmm. i've been on so far I and mean, it's really great i've been going to other channels and doing these collab videos and it's really fun i mean a couple of days back itself that uh, me and uh, some veeb I, i don't know if you know know her him i don't i don't know if <laughs> okay it's some people i don't know <laughs> yeah now yeah, we we had a really really lit with you dude i mean you got to check that out as well. <laughs> you had some really good fun. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I enjoyed listening. I enjoyed watching the um, the episode you were on with um with Wasakrisi like on the on the episode okay, of SS yeah. podcast. Yeah, that I I like watching it. It was an interesting conversation as well. Yeah, I really really enjoyed that podcast. I mean, we planned mm-hmm. it to make like 30 40 minutes and that went on for 2 hours and we didn't even realize. Yeah, like for us like we just barely reached an hour like before I do cuts and went up. <laughs> mm. I think uh, it all goes down to the uh, open aspect, you know. I mean, we yeah. had the certain topics we wanted to talk about. We went through them and we went through the format of the podcast. His podcast was something like uh, I I was talking about anything I wanted to at this at one point. I mean, we talked about Walking Dead and Witcher 3 and what not. It was fun, I mean. Yeah, I like how it's like open and not not abstracted, you know. Yeah. Like like I mean, it really boils down to what you so, want. Yeah, of course. It really boils down to what you want with your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um but that said, let's actually get into the um the responses from the previous episode's question. Since we only Absolutely. have a couple of responses, we can actually, you know, we can actually answer the question as well if you if you if you like. Yeah, I I'll, yeah. I'll have my go at that. Mm, so yeah, the question is, what are you doing to improve yourself for 2019? Okay, so do you want me to read the responses first? Um, you can say your own response first if you like. Okay, sure. Before we get into the other responses. Oh, that's that's a good question. 2019. I mean, a lot of people say that mm, a new year doesn't make a difference, but I kind of want to believe that it does because it 
it's kind it's of at least, <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of at least uh, is a medium of you trying to break yourself out of the kind of monotonous life that you've been leading tonight so i have some things planned for 2019 definitely i want to learn some new things i want to have my youtube channels do way better than it is right now i mean it's it's not even started at this point i want to get started with my content upload like uh, four videos a month try to do that at least and develop my skills as a content creator develop my skills as a computer programmer there's a lot of things that i have in mind for 2019 that's good that's uh, not, what about that's you what are you planning yeah, what am I doing to improve myself for 2019? Yeah, like you said, it's a tough question. Like, other than, you know, trying to, like, you know, trying to grow this podcast, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot I can do to improve it and to get it around. But, you know, other than that, you know, just, you know, just get, try to continue you know, making content that I enjoy to co- continue you know, finding ways to improve the podcast, to improve the live streams. Because I know yeah, definitely. My, my internet sucks. You know, hence like oh. why I, I live stream on Mixer at 480p. So, <laughs> oh, fuck, that sucks. I know it's oh. like 0.6 <laughs> up or something. It's, it's horrible. Oh damn, dude! It takes a while for me to even upload, um, like podcast yeah, that, episodes. That, that must take a long time. Yeah, that's why I have to like Might... compress it with Handbrake and whatnot before I even okay. do that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have a pretty slow internet as well, but yeah. Mm. You beat me to that. <laughs> yeah, other than that, you know, I got to, um, I want to work on, you know, trying to prioritize, like, have my priorities straight, you know, like, kind of focus on my education, focus on anything else school related and anything I, I got to do that relates to school. And then, you mm. know, and then, you know, everything else, like the podcast or like the live streams and, or anything like leisure that I want to do. Because sometimes, you know, I could, like, be doing... I should be doing something else when I'm doing something else, you know? And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of takes a toll on me. So, <laughs> so but in, oh, other, okay. in short, don't procrastinate. That, that's in short. Yeah, like, I, gotta, I mean, procrastination, that's, that's something that I really, really want to be dealing with this year. If I'm able to do that, I think I could turn my life around, to be honest. A lot of people could. Procrastination is the root of all evil, to be honest. Yeah. Really... It really fucks with your productivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta kick procrastinations, but you know, eventually, like, it's it's not impossible because I know a lot of people you know, like go through procrastination, but you know, it takes time, you know, to mm. you know to break that habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and besides that, you know, I want to go to the gym again. That's something I I've been like putting off you know for yeah, quite a while i know that's that's yeah, like that's a new year's resolution kind of... i put for like i think 2016 <laughs> 2017 or, or i think 2017 or something to go to the gym mm-hmm. more and i never got to do that so it's something i, I gotta uh, do that, that or get more exercise yeah mm-hmm. gotta get active you know can't be just sitting on my butt here on this on this couch all day I've, not even a comfy you know, couch. I've noticed you know i'll <laughs> share something with you i've mm-hmm. noticed that uh the things that I do more things, the, the, the day, the days in my life that I do more things on, I mean, when I do physical exercise, when I'm able to focus on the things in my course at college, and when I'm able to do some content creation, maybe, I mean, if there's four or five different things that I'm able to tackle in a single day that really 
has that great feeling that you've kind of achieved something that day. So I think that's the kind of thing that I want to be aiming for, to make each and every day uh, matter somehow. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, like you can have like a bunch of stuff that you want to improve on, but you got to take it I mean, one step at a time. This, uh, there's this thing that Robin Sharma mentions in his videos, and I, I guess read that in a book as well, that you should be living your day as if it was a summary of your life. I mean, all of this sounds very far-fetched, but it's kind of true. Yeah, then one last thing, you know, I, I want to look for a better job because I've been in the dollar store now for over four years, you know, and okay. I got I to find something else that I want to do. It's, it's, of it's course, sometimes, you got to yeah, look at more I'm, outlets. Yeah, hmm. yeah, sometimes I'm cashiering, sometimes, you know, I'm pushing carts, you know, it, it, it gets a bit tiring, you know. Of course, yeah. Doing that for four years. I mean, it's only part-time because, you know, I'm at university as well, so... So not something I have to do like full time or anything, you know, but it's, it's still a bit tiring. It's kind of commendable that you're doing university, a job and the podcast at the same time. I mean, I left my part time job when I started with YouTube because I knew that I wouldn't be able to catch up with all these things. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's just like time, yeah, it's just, it's just like time management that I got to work on. Like, like, like I said earlier, I got to prioritize my studies before I do all the other stuff. And then eventually try to find yeah. another job, but then I gotta find an internship that I gotta do for for graduate for graduation requirement. I gotta do like a certain amount of hours. Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely, basically definitely. That. Yeah, basically all that stuff I gotta do. It's probably more I gotta think of, but yeah, that's off the top of my head. Um, exercising. Yeah. You no. Know, you know, I'll uh, share something with you. And, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll share something with you. What I did uh, a couple of days back, I just sat down with a pen and paper. And uh, I wrote down the names of all the months and I wrote one thing, just one thing that I want to achieve in that month. Okay. Mm -hmm. So something in January, something in February, that kind of is different from what I did last year. Last year, I just made a random list, a list of like 50, 40 things that I want to be learning in the same year, learn guitar, learn this, learn that, that, that doesn't work. Learn Spanish. <laughs> making Spanish. a list <laughs> I mean there's too many things that uh, you kind of you know uh, make up for yourself that I want to do this I want to do that but that's something I gotta kind do of... too though by the way to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean it, making very unrealistic uh, lists like that doesn't really help mm -hmm. it's just better to you know scrap it down a notch and right. think of like one thing one thing I want to one be thing, doing this yeah. one thing at least in this yeah, whole out of month. all the other things, got to choose one and then do that. Yeah, and then the next yeah. Month, do I mean, else. Yeah. I'd at least be finishing that one thing. I yeah, mean, of course. I could be doing other stuff. I could be pursuing all the other interests I have, but I need to have that one goal each and every other month and maybe one big goal for the whole year, maybe my own YouTube channel. That could be the one big goal. You got to have that one thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that one thing. But yeah, other than that, exercise, don't focus more on my studies. And, um, yeah, continue going through, through, through the veganism route because, you know, I've been doing that for at least over a year already. So there's that. What? No, it's been over a year since, since I went vegan. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that kind of goes head, head to head, you know, with exercising. So I got to do that as well. <laughs> Even though mm -hmm. like, I'm not eating a whole lot, like, I mean, more like 
salads and you know like vegetables and all that stuff oh. you know, i still gotta i still gotta exercise you know i still have to uh, i'm kind of sometimes i'm I feel kind of lazy. on the other boat mm-hmm. uh, i'm kind of on the boat i i just eat whatever the hell i want to eat at this point <laughs> teach of their own man teach of their own <laughs> yeah. yeah and then learning spanish too because you know my folks know are, are bilingual english and english and spanish and i understand spanish better than ah, i speak I see. it yeah Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to come to you for those uh, little, little advices when I'm learning the language. I really want to learn the language Spanish because I think the main reason is because it's the most common one. So I'd be able to talk to a lot more people than I am able to right now. And it's just something that can give you a very good learning experience. Actually, actually, really actually, I actually yeah. thought you were Hispanic because Raimondo, that kind of sounds like a, like a Hispanic name. <laughs> 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 a lot of people mistake me for that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, some people think I'm like, you know, like like at my job, for example, some people think I'm like Armenian or, or Russian or something, but I'm Hispanic. Uh. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just funny. Like, each time I have to explain that. But other than that, let's actually get into the responses. So once again, the question yeah. is, what are you doing to improve yourself for 2019? And um, the first response comes from triad and that's like a lead speak way of saying that i think or tr10d or however you say that and he says to post regular and good content to get monetized i just want to make a difference in my life and making content is helping me like giving me a purpose in life but yeah yeah other than like doing your best to like make money off the content that you enjoy good luck i mean yeah good luck to tr10d I mean, triad, that's triad, kind of uh, that's triad. kind of a very good goal mm-hmm. like giving me a purpose in life that's kind of in line with what i was saying at this point that having that one thing he wants to get monetized that's a really good goal i mean even though it doesn't matter much in the long run of youtube to be honest but uh, that kind of gives people a checkpoint you know and that kind of launches your channel up because youtube is I guess, bound to promote those channels that are giving them ad revenue, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I agree with that, you know, because YouTube, you know, gave me a purpose as well. You know, like, it made me feel like, you know, I really want to share, like, with other people, like, my perspective on, on various topics, you know? And, like, back then I did, like, a series called Real Talk where I, I do that. And then and that's, oh. like, the inspiration of starting the podcast. In, in oh, a way. I see. Yeah. It's had like sitting down having a discussion with someone or, or people, you know, rega- regarding several topics. But it really gave me like the perspective, you know, like I talked to all these people, you know, it really opens my mind to, you know, different perspectives, you know, on stuff, maybe stuff that I didn't think about, you know, that I had that mm, perspective. I, I exactly know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about, talk to people that are very, very different to you, they kind of give you new, you know, bits and pieces to what their vision is, to what their perspective of different things that you perceive very differently are. And that is a very important thing to develop as a person as well, I think. Because once you start accommodating views that are very, very opposite to yours, uh, that is the point that you kind of start developing more of as a person. And that's going to help someone, you know, that kind of, if, if you're able to take criticism, that's going to help you in the long run. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. You want to go ahead and read the the next response? Yeah, by Victoria. Correct. Yeah, hey, Victoria, I'm going to read the response, which is, 
I'm improving myself by working on the future relaunch of my YouTube channel. So she's uh, relaunching her YouTube channel, I guess, with a rebranding that is not ready to be promoted yet and taking math classes through Khan Academy. You know, Khan Academy is a pretty good website and I used to watch a lot of their videos. You I've know, heard of them, but I never really got into it. Yeah. They're really good. And then uh, she says, I plan to start WGU in 2020 and I want to blast through it as fast as I can. So I'm taking 2019 to self-study and prepare for that. I've only been doing it for about a week and I've already learned so much. And I'm really, really excited about my future goals. So I guess she's got like a couple of goals there about the YouTube channel, about taking some math classes and preparing for this exam. I don't know what WGU is, but that's a university, I really I'm want to... sure. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one. Uh, I wish you luck, Victoria. I, I hope you are able to do, do the things that you're aiming for. Yeah, good luck with you on that, Victoria. Yeah, I can see you have a you have a really strong grasp of what you want to do, and yeah, exactly. She, yeah, she seems really seems really really clear about it. Yeah, I've I've talked to Victoria a bit. Like when um, she sent me her response, like I I asked her, hey, hey feel free to leave, to link me a channel next year. I want to I want to see what what you're up to. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, feel free to link it to me as well. I mean, both of you. I'm gonna yeah, take yeah, a card now. Yeah, just remind me next year, Nick. <laughs> or maybe I'll go back to this episode. Oh, I was supposed to do this to... I was supposed to send Saudi to Raimondo. What was it? Oh, this is new channel. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lastly, let's actually get into the question that we will come up with for ep this episode, episode 32, for the listeners to respond for the next episode. Is there oh, any great. question that you uh have in mind? It could be about anything. Oh, doesn't okay. have. Doesn't we come have up to with a be. question. Oh, that's that's yeah. good. Okay, let me think of something. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about the topics we discuss. It could be about anything that you're curious of about. Hmm. I try to keep it open ended. Exactly. That's how I do people, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people are able to answer that question. Mm hmm. I'd like to ask people that uh, what do they think? Uh, uh, how do they think that? gaming as a medium of storytelling uh, holds up compared to books, compared to cinema, compared to TV shows? Do they think that it's better? Do they think it's worse? Or how do they think that it's unique compared to TV shows, compared to cinema and all the other books and all the other mediums of recreation, entertainment and storytelling? That's something we talked about today. And I'd really like to know that what others have to say to it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you want to see how folks perceive gaming like compared to like books, TV shows. Yeah, I mean, uh, as, a, as a medium of storytelling. Okay, you wanna you wanna actually shorten the question, like make it a bit more easier uh, for okay. people to follow. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll do that. How do you compare games as a medium of storytelling compared to books, movies, and TV series? And do you think that, uh, I think that's going to be enough. Be that, that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it open-ended. Let's leave it like that. Yeah. So if folks haven't missed the, if folks missed the question, you can like go back 30 seconds into this, or you can like do the show notes. Like the question will be there, but if you'd like to send a response for uh, free. I'll actually repeat it out for them. How do you, how do you, <laughs> oh, no, you don't have to. <laughs> how do it's you compare okay. video games as, uh, Means of storytelling compared to books, movies, and TV series. Let's see what you gotta have to say. 
Yeah, let's see what you guys have to say about that one. You can contact me on Facebook or Twitter at Morals Podcast, or you can send an email to moraltruthbusiness at gmail.com. And I'll, I'll be sure to read those episodes. Uh, sorry, not to read those episodes. I'll be sure to read your responses, responses on the next episode. Yeah, I'm curious to see what you folks have in, have in store for that one. But yeah, this concludes episode 32 of the podcast. I'd like to thank Raimondo for tuning Great in today. To I'm sorry for tuning in, for being my guest today. Um, where, where, can, where can my listeners find you at? Um, I have a YouTube channel. You can just type in youtube.com slash Raimondo and you're going to find it. And you'll probably see a new video in next week. I hope so, and too. And I'm working on something. And uh, it could take a while because of the editing and stuff, but you're going to see something for sure. So if you're looking for a content creation that's kind of unique, me talking to myself, if that, that's kind of thing that you want to be going for, then definitely check out my channel. All right. Where, where else can my listeners find you? Can they find you on Twitter? Can they find you anywhere yeah. else? I've, uh, I've got a Twitter and uh, I've got a Twitch as well. I do live streaming on Twitch. And uh, I guess my Twitter is at Romando11. And uh, my Twitch... You can just find this uh, Romando underscore. That's it. Romando oh, and underscore after that. Because yeah. somebody else took Romando without the underscore? Yeah, somebody else took Romando and never decided to stream in their life. So I just oh. had to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that, 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 that you have it, folks. I am Alex, your host of Moros Podcast. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. And if you enjoyed the episode... If you enjoy the podcast and give it a like, subscribe for more, turn on the notification bell so you stay notified on future episodes. You folks take care, you have a great rest of your day, and let the morals be with you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>